The views and opinions expressed by the producers, hosts, and guests of Flash Black Radio do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Flash Black or its parent company. Listener discretion is advised. Don't stop. Get it, get it. Pop that pussy. Doo-doo brown. I want to rock right now. What's up, people? It's me, T. Rich. Rich bringing in the show. This is the shit you might have missed on Flash Black Radio. Sitting to my, I don't know, there. Lee Bennett the third, aka Da Vinci Parks. Sitting beside him is S Double, aka Slim William. Missing in action again is K Savage. She Savage. had something else to do. So um, yeah, let's kick this shit right off. Indeed. So, apparently, they're trying to have a family-friendly freak Nick. Yeah, I heard about that. That's laughable, but okay. None of those words put together make sense. Yeah, freak Nick, yo. So, for the youngins out there, <laughs> freak Nick was uh, an opportunity for absolute fuckery and debauchery to descend upon Atlanta in the 90s? Yeah. Yeah. I want to say it was like 90. Two to like ninety six. It wasn't a large window. It's you know not unreasonable to think that somebody that you know and respect, <laughs> huh? Busting wide open yep, in the middle of eighty five. Was busting it wide open on, on, on Peach the highway, Peach Tree, in, in front of Greenbrier Mall. <laughs> <laughs> so the idea that they would then say like hey we want to make this family friendly like i don't even understand i don't either i don't it, how it, that happens yeah. i mean well technically it could be family friendly in the sense of being a homecoming for all the people that were illegitimately like conceived at that and during those events uh it, it yes. was it was a lot going on at Freak Nick. I mean, you can probably YouTube or I don't know where you would go to get some unedited, but you can probably see some footage out there. It, it, Talk to one of your uncles. There's a there's a lot going on. It was uh, at, at, at Freak Nick. It, it, it could go down, and you didn't have to know anybody. And if you were a conspiracy theorist, like I once was, you might think it was like a potential like place for like you know people to like you know just like like spread around HIV and shit like that. But if you want a cheap chick. Better go down the freak. Go down the freak. <laughs> I just want to say, ironically, I was actually like, I had like Luke in my head earlier before you got here. I like I had like the classic me so horny like loop in my head for some reason. Me love you, long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the '90s were an awesome time for real debauchery. Yeah, y'all think y'all know debauchery. Yeah, I don't know shit. 
The problem is, like, you know, like, our debauchery was on, like, VHS tapes and stuff like that. <laughs> camp could not be camp. Could yeah, not be yeah, 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 yeah. We don't even know how to, like, translate some of that. or downloaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It couldn't be shared. Yeah, yeah. That joint that is in somebody's attic right now collecting dust of all the wrongs and misdeeds people have done. Uh, I ain't see a whole lot of freak Nick when I went. I was in traffic. I just went that down there. It is also another spectacular part of Freaknik. Yeah, and Atlanta in general was traffic, but Freaknik, oh my God, like the traffic was ridiculous. Like we were on E for like two hours just trying to get off of 85, and police was like, nah, next exit. But we, nah, next exit. It was That was the story like for like mad exits, like, nah, next exit. You know, so I saw a lot of shenanigans, but none of the shenanigans I went down there to see. <laughs> <laughs> being honest now my older uh cousins or relatives or whatever 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 fill in the blank uh they might have seen some other things because they went there before i did i was a little bit younger so i wasn't you know quite of the age to make it down there when it was really popping it kind of got tamer as it went along i never made it to freak me yeah i um yeah no i took my talents to <laughs> south beach no okay Black Bike Weekend at Marble uh, Beach. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I heard. down there too. You just hop on the back of a bike and just, yeah, jump on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of empty air right now. Pretty sure I was almost setting myself up for a gangbang, but you know, hey. My friend was like, that's not a good idea. I wasn't engaging knowingly in this gangbang, but now that I look back on it with older eyes, yeah. I can see like, oh, that's exactly what that's was going to happen. Definitely shaving was up. Definitely going to be, gonna the, be the, rape. The angels were with you on that one, whatever. They like, were. Okay. The right, results well, are glad. in. It's definitely <laughs> rape. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, yes. I'm, I'm glad. That's, I'm glad it worked. Uh, you, you you worked that out or that worked out. Got some sound effects. Some DOS effects. Mm, just, just in a. They want effects. I, I guess because Chrissy's not here, he's felt the need to add yeah, some yeah. random. We don't have like a random like ambulance going by or sandpaper clothes, so <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta do something. Or like a spoon in a bowl, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, I feel you. Right. So yes, prepare to pack up your family and head to Atlanta for family-friendly freaknik. How can you call it? Family friendly, and, and still, still call, call it, it freaknik. Well, I mean, you know. No, we don't know. <laughs> they don't know either. Well, I'm trying to find a way to spin it. Uh, maybe uh, if it's like you know, freaks and geeks, and you like you make some type of like I don't know. No, I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. I needed more time. I wasn't prepared. Well, I didn't know what you come up with. I, is is everybody going to get the memo? Cause see, what's going to happen is you're going to have some people bringing their families down for wholesome family fun. But then you're going to have other people who's coming to, be, to Freak Nick to do what Freak Nick always been about. Well, I, I, don't, then, I don't think anybody with common sense is going to go to Freak Nick thinking, like, first of all. Have you met niggas? Well, no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. I said, I don't think anybody's going to go to Freak Nick with intentions of being family, family friendly. That's one. But two, the idea that you can go to Freak Nick is kind of off because Freak Nick was just Atlanta. You just went there, and the moment you got there, it's just like, okay, there are people who are fucking clearly on that car in the middle of traffic. It's just happening right now. I want to read a uh, quote from- uh, That's happening. 
somebody who's involved in trying to create this family-friendly situation. <laughs> That's not so you're trying to make some money. That's all that is. The whole aspect of family-friendly, you have brothers and sisters and maybe even their daughters who are 21. This is what we meant when we said, quote-unquote, family fun. I look at it this way. When people think of Freaknik, they think of the exploitation of women. If people choose to dance and party and that's how they express themselves, that's fine. But I want to use this event as a platform to discuss women's empowerment. So it's like the slut walk, but like Freaknik? Like, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't know. I, I think that that sounds cute, but realistically, it sound like cute. it sounds crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, if you wanted to do something, just don't call it freaknik. You can you can do whatever movement you want, but if you're gonna try to stand it, it's like if you did something and said it's Woodstock. Like we know what Woodstock was. Like, uh, and one of the things they didn't talk about: a lot of people died at Woodstock. They didn't talk about that. There's a, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of overdoses, and. You know, like some things went wrong. A lot of bad things the happened. Sixties, it was a crazy time. It was, you know, it's just about love, man. And like, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you want to, like, if you want to do Fire Festival, I mean, at the end of the day, you know what the legacy of Fire Festival is. So if you want to participate in that, just understand what it's associated with. Like, so if you associate with Freaknik, you know, I'm just saying the type of demographic you might be setting yourself up for. So, and on top of that, I don't appreciate that they want to do this now that they got a black black mayor in Atlanta. They weren't talking that shit before they had a black mayor. I don't like that. So I feel like they need to go ahead with that. Because all they gonna all that's gonna do is that's gonna go, that's gonna be smirch, whatever she tries to do. Like, yeah, but that time you had Freaknik though. I don't like it. I just wanna know if they turned Freaknik family friendly. If oh, I want gosh. a cheap chick, where will I, I go? go? I just <laughs> You can go to the strip club because them bitches ain't cheap. Oh, no. Oh, no, they are not. They are very expensive. I got a friend who uh, found out out in Pittsburgh. I have a husband who found that out in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did not ask you for these dances, man. I'm not giving you a red cent. I'm leaving. Well, my, my friend in Pittsburgh, he asked for everything <laughs> and gave it up willingly. Had himself a good old time. I feel, like I, the, I feel like I need to hear the story off mic. Hey, I, 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 yeah. like like, I feel like there's a lot going on. I feel like you're willing to share. Hey, look. Is this where, we, this is where the conversation is going? We, 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 started, we already started an interesting place. So, boom. <laughs> <laughs> then, right. Check it. Apparently. Won't they won't. So... For reasons that aren't 100% clear, again, Christopher Darden. Wow. I didn't expect you to say that name. Okay. Um, of OJ fame. Mm-hmm. Has decided to represent the man accused of killing Nipsey Hussle. Really? Deadass. Okay. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yes, he represented him and entered his not guilty plea. I saw that he pleaded not guilty. I didn't know that Christopher Darden was represented. That's that's disappointing. And know what? I actually felt a little bit bad for Christopher Darden after watching the the the, the, the case of the OJ, like with Cuba Gooding Jr. and all that. So, mm-hmm. like you know, the like a little more to it or whatever. 
at the end of the day, like at that, at that time, people was riding him kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, you just trying to put another black man in jail. But OJ actually needed to go to jail. He did. He needed to go to jail. I mean, like, we you know, not, if not for anything else, he was stupid. We were not happy that he got off. We were just happy that he got off. It could have been any black yeah, man. It could have been any something. brother. Right. Yeah, he yeah, was just brother. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was like that little inkling of maybe nah. the system can work in our favor sometimes. It's like sometimes. this little, this small sliver. I mean, like, like I would just say taking an unofficial poll without even asking my two lovely co-hosts right here. I think if we had a choice between <laughs> o- OJ and like you know OJ being found guilty and the Rodney King verdict finding those officers guilty, we would have gone Rodney King all day. I, I think I agree with that. Mm-hmm. That would have been a that would have been a much bigger systemic statement and they should have been convicted for what they did. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean that that Definitely. that's that's just basically the precursor for all the shit that we see now. Yeah. I mean, like you see Philando Castile, you see like Alton Sterling, uh you see uh Laquan McDonald. Uh I would even make an argument that all of them would be alive right now if those officers had gotten convicted in that trial. It's potentiality I, for I would that. Make I understand that. That's potentiality that for that. That the line yeah. of reasoning goes, officers learn at that point that you can't just use uh, unnecessary violence or murder uh, people of color with impunity. If they learn it in that trial, who knows what happens to the mm-hmm. law enforcement uh, to the law enforcement uh, infrastructure around the country starting from that point because that would change forward. accountability and LA exactly. and New York are kind of like the biggest dogs on the block in terms of what we see in terms of behavior and expectation in terms of how people interact people of color yep. spe- specifically black men and women Hispanic men and women interact with law enforcement uh, so if LA and New York have to get this shit together because we already know what happened with Abner Louima and Amadou Diallo. If y'all are young, please look it up. Uh, we ain't forgot. Uh, yeah, these these things continue to carry on. So um, the 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 uh, I can't remember the gentleman's name right now. He was he was uh, he was a teenager. He was killed in Pittsburgh running away. Uh, police officer. Uh, it's a, a stop. This is, this is recently. The police officer just got off. Mm-hmm. I, can't I can't remember, his, remember name, his name his name right now, but I just want to point out that police officer was sworn in hours before he murdered that kid. He was sworn in the same day that he murdered his kid. Like there are people who have been on a police force for two decades plus and have never drawn their gun. I just want to point out that we should be able to remember his name because it should not be so many that we can't. That that's thank so you. So like yeah. when you I, look at how long ago. Rodney King happened, the fact that, you know, people are aware of his name. And when you say his name, they're completely aware of the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Um, even though that was in... What was that, 91. Eight? Okay. Early 90s. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and this is something that happened within the last year? That happened this year. Yeah. That, so, that, that, I mean, like last year or this year, like I'm talking about the, the actual case where he got off. I'm the, talking the about verdict. the actual. I, I think it might have happened like last November or something okay. like that. They actually got the case quicker than normally. I think. I think it was like late, late last year or something like that. So when you think about that and the fact that like, we wrong. can't remember that name, and then the, the names that we do recall are the ones that were like earlier on when video was surfacing, like mm. you know, Philando Castile yeah. and Alton Sterling and all of those. Sandra Bland, right? <clears throat> and now it happens so frequently that it's hard to keep up. 
Yeah. And it's, it, and unfortunately, it. I think that's part of the, I think it, it, in design on some level, it's designed in that way to be a, a certain level of, I guess, societal normalization and fatigue. Like if it keeps happening, we keep getting the same result, whatever, mm-hmm. then y'all, y'all niggas should just get used to it. And it's like, none of us are niggas here. So nah, <laughs> nah. I mean, if even if I say the word, we not that. So like, you know, like, dude, like, like I, I'm still, I'm still bothered uh, by Tamir Rice. The idea that people try to justify that, oh, he was, uh, he pointed a gun at police officer. That's not what happened. Police officers arrived, and in three seconds of getting out of his vehicle, he <coughs> shot the kid. He had a toy gun in an open carry state. So, if, first of all, you have to identify if you can legally carry that gun, Mr. Officer, before you start shooting at people. He was in a playground by himself. So, he was a threat to no one but himself if it was a real gun. So, uh, there's just certain things in terms of sensitivity. And the biggest problem I have, and I know this is kind of getting off the rails a little bit, but not really. Um, the biggest problem, well, I can't say the biggest problem. One of the biggest problems I have is the constant narrative is I was afraid. Like the idea that I was afraid when like uh, Botham Jean, the guy who was in uh, Houston or Dallas or whatever, mm-hmm. when a police officer went down to his door or whatever and entered his house apparently or whatever. And, you know, whatever the, the circumstances were, because the story changed a lot. So I can't quite remember what the supposed truth was supposed to be or whatever. But she shot the dude in his own house. Uh, the answer was, I was afraid. Uh, Laquan McDonald, I was afraid. The officer who shot the young man in, in Pittsburgh said, I don't know why I shot him, which is worse. But a lot of the times, the argument is, or the, the basis is, I was I afraid. for my life. You're the one with the gun. That's why I have to use it. Why? 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 If your if your interaction, your first interaction is fear, the first thing we have to understand is why are you so afraid? Because and you're the one who has the gun. I don't think you are afraid. I think that's just a justification that you have. And at the end of the day, like then y'all, if y'all afraid, then y'all don't need to be doing that job. You're just the, you're the one with the gun and the quote unquote training. Yeah. And we do a lot of people make arguments that. <laughs> Law enforcement should be trained to de-escalate. Yeah, they one, should. One of the reasons I don't buy that as an argument for why people of color are being killed, though, is that I keep seeing videos pop up with Caucasian uh, the Caucasian suspects brandishing weapons out in the open, out in front of them. Being oh yeah, they come out and being, and then they how don't. Many, how many mass shootings? Shot. How many mass or, shootings? What these people? Or they get going? shot non-fatally. Yeah, and it's like, well, so you say they should be trained to de-escalate. They're already trained to de-escalate. They already know how to de-escalate. Mm-hmm. They're just not doing it with people of color because there's no consequence to not doing it. The easiest thing to do is just kill the person, and even. If it's caught on video, you, get you paid may vacation. potentially not get convicted for it. And part of that is they got a police union that's going to cover them so they don't have to like release the video. They have a script that they go by and say, this is what happened and this is how you play it. They make sure that they have time to like you know figure out their story or whatever, get everything lined up or whatever. Sometimes they don't even get booked or whatever. Or they go to different precincts or different jurisdictions for things to get processed so they can jump out. That's what happened with old girl who uh, killed Botham John. She didn't get arrested in her jurisdiction. She went somewhere else, was like processed and like you know was out in like half an hour or something crazy like that. But um, 
when you talk about the de-escalation, you make a very good point, Mr. Williams. Because I would like to point out the Vegas shooter. <laughs> Why are you looking at him like that? <laughs> what? You're not... No, listen. Oh. What? The way you looked at him when he said your name, maybe it just looks weird for the microphone. Oh, it might just look through the slits. might look... I know Look what. Weird. Uh, so. I said the microphones. Yeah, yeah the microphone yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm just so. But you were making a serious. Point. Nah, it's, it's all good. It's all good. That's why I love you both. That's uh, <laughs> uh, no, all good. I do it. I do it enough. So yeah. Uh, Look at me through the slits. <laughs> I, I, was, I was just gonna wait for the like the laugh. Okay. <laughs> So, so yes, Christopher Dard, near a bitch. The, the La- um, Las Vegas. Uh, oh no, I, w- I was just gonna point out that, like, yeah, from what I understand, Las Vegas shooter who murdered like uh, fifty plus people mm-hmm. and shot over two hundred fifty, shot or injured, like caused the injury of more than two hundred fifty people in a crowded section, whatever. For some reason, he was brought in. He had multiple high power guns. Brought the whole bump stock thing into question about like, what is a bump stock? Why is it available? Should it be illegal? Um, uh, Dylan Roof went into a church, killed nine people, brought out, taken to Burger King, but brought in safely. Parkland shooter, they knew he was sick, they knew he had issues, still able to acquire guns, still able to go in and murder children, brought out safely. But Alton Sterling, or better yet, Philando Castile, says, I have a gun. It's in my glove. It's, it's, I legally have a gun or whatever. But don't pull it. I'm not pulling not it. Legally. Yeah. It sounded like you said illegally. Oh, legally. You know what I'm saying? I like I have a I have a license or something, whatever he said. But like you know what I'm saying? The guy, don't pull it. I'm not pulling it. Don't pull it out. Is is it like at the, at the end of the day, man? It's just like you know, like this whole like if your if your first reaction is to reach for your gun when you're interacting with people, what would be your reaction if you didn't have a gun? How would you resolve that situation? Oh, you would talk. Mm-mm. If you did not have a gun, if you did not have a weapon, I don't know what is your what would be your reaction be? Because at the end of the day, like there's there's got to be some. I've had police officers like pull me over and talk wild, reckless to me, to the point I'm uncomfortable. Like yo, like this is like yo, you should not be fucking cussing at me. This is what I'm thinking in my head. But at the end of the day, I got people in the car with me, so I'm not trying to cause this shit to go like more left than I feel like it already is. I mean, there's what? a certain level of law enforcement indoctrination that does happen. And depending on what your level of psychological resiliency in, is, and I think uh, uh, Takiya could probably speak much better to this. I agree. But different people will react differently to the same types of conditioning, right? So if you have officers and they're conditioned to believe that this is your brotherhood uh, and this is your brotherhood, even though they're men and women on law enforcement. Uh, but these are the only people you can trust. These are the only people who will lay their life down for you. And, you know, these are your you know, these are your kin. I mean, this is the type of indoctrination that is like is ruined marriages. It's like it's just people officers can't trust anybody except other people on the force, not even their spouses, not even their siblings, not even their. So there's some officers who are going to respond to that and they may have already been predisposed to, you know, get a little bit more, get a little bit more gangster, get a little bit more gully, get a little bit, talk more aggressively, you know, and you just put that indoctrination on them and you give them a weapon and then you add the impunity of being able to treat people of color 
people, any, just people, but specifically, them. like yeah, we're talking yeah. about us. But and like, I, people. and we're drawing a, diff- a distinction yeah. because officers, many, many officers, are overly aggressive with many people, mm-hmm. not just people of color. Mm-hmm. It's just women. That, it's just that many people are not dying <laughs> in the interactions. It's people of color who seem to be overwhelmingly uh, not walking away mm-hmm. from those situations. And that's just very, very specific. So the whole narrative that you're afraid, the whole narrative that they aren't taught de-escalation, all of those are just false narratives. The whole narrative about it being a difficult job and cops have to make a call. And, you know, there's even studies that say you have this many seconds to make the decision. All of those things being true. Why is it? That all things being equal and not even equal, because like I said, we have situations where I, I can't remember who this was. The guy was on video. This was, a, a, I think, a couple of years ago I saw this video. And the guy was like out surrounded by cops. He was a white guy. He had a gun in his hand. I think he was in, he might have been under the influence or something. I don't know. But he looked belligerent and had the weapon out. Mm-hmm. And I think they may have ended up shooting him. But it was like. Amount of time. It was in a not. It, it was, was a lot a of time, time, and it was non-lethal. Like he still lived after it. They didn't shoot him center mass. Like they. Oh, so it wasn't like the dude who was cornered in his backyard in his grandmother's backyard or whatever couldn't go anywhere, and they still shot him whatever because they thought he had a gun. It's just like it's just yeah. too many. It's too they many. Like it. So that's it's what I'm saying, many, man. If you if you're saying that all of those things are true, but then you're taking situations where the circumstances are the same or very very similar. And in those circumstances, people of color are murdered and people who are not people of color color are able to live alive. Then what is the real issue? And you have to acknowledge at some point if you're if you're intellectually honest, you have to acknowledge at some point that it is a racial issue. And it's not black on black crime. The misnomer of that, because check it, if it's it's crime. If it's black on black crime, it has to be a white on white crime, which is which is a misnomer because you know people just kill people in proximity. People, it's proximity. Yeah. Everything's proximity based. Mm-hmm. Uh, murder, Rape. theft, sexual assault. It's yeah. all proximity based, right? But then it's black on black crime. Anecdotally, why would white cops be afraid that they're going to get killed if if the mongrels are running around killing themselves? Like I don't I don't get that part of it either. Like they kill each other. If the murder rate of black people against black people is 89, 90%, you're a white police officer. You're not black. So if black on black crime is really a thing, and that's what you're hanging your hat on, you should you should be cool. You should be like, well, well they're not gonna kill me. Well, I'm, I'm not black. I understand. Well, yeah, I get your argument. I don't want to like make it seem like I'm, I'm when I'm talking about law enforcement, or whatever, because like they're black officers that like are just as oh, problematic. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to make it sound like it's just like. Well, that's a very and, specific example. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know. I'm just saying, but I, I'm just talking about for the sake of this conversation. Mm-hmm. I want to be clear that like this is just like law enforcement. I think in general there is a lack of recognition of humanity of people that they are actually supposed to be serving. Because at the end of the day, it is to serve and to protect. And I think that there's a lack of recognition and appreciation for the humanity of the people that they're interacting with. And at the end of the day, the irony is that a lot of these people that you're murdering are your fucking, they're your ta- they're taxpayers that are paying your, like, I, like you're, they're being, you're being paid to murder the people that are paying you. 
It's just like it's just it's it's, it's ridiculous. And it it begs another question: Do you solve? Do you solve all the problems by solving one problem? Meaning, so there's a problem with the way law enforcement is indoctrinated. There's a problem uh, from inst- with inception over yeah. over uh, officers being overly aggressive with everyone. There is a separate, maybe tangentially related, but a separate problem to how law enforcement treats people of color because of how law enforcement was founded specifically in this country and the purpose it was founded for, Mm -hmm. what the police forces were made to do, all right? And that is to, was to hunt, catch, potentially murder, escape slaves. slaves. It was the reason the police force was created in this country. Paddy rollers, patrollers. So those two, there's two different issues. There's the way the overarching law support, law enforcement, excuse me, just treats citizens regardless of your color. And then there's a specific problem of how law enforcement treats people of color. If you solve the problem of how law enforcement treats people, does that solve the problem of how law enforcement treats people of color? I don't necessarily know that it does, but it might. I mean, it's a good start, and I think it's an easy way to start. Well, just I, say, hey, how about y'all just learn how to treat people better in general? Let's focus on training y'all to like see citizens as citizens deserving, like the protect and serve part of your mandate. Like, Let's treat people like that's actually what you're swearing an oath to do, protect and serve. And then maybe you can onboard, you know, some of the racial stuff as you go. Like, I don't know. I, th- I think there's also like we, we can talk about like the um, uh, the good doll, bad doll test that they've done on kids for like for a very long time. In terms of like you look at a black doll and a white doll, which doll, which doll is a good doll, which doll is a bad doll, which doll is does this, which doll does that or whatever. I think a lot of that stuff is just baked in into the psyche. Um, so I don't I don't know. I, I think again a lot of what we we can combat and continue to deal with is a lack of of collective accountability as as far as like the atrocities that this country has been allowed to commit and get away with and not actually like be held accountable for. And when you like bring it up, then it's like it's a conference. Man, let's shift. Y'all started this shit. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about it in a bad way. So, no. so no, no, no. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just talking. About, I'm, I'm going to bring an interesting point in. So, uh, Slim and I actually happened to be at a a theater show yesterday. A theater show that sounds so like weird. We actually had to be at <laughs> shows a theater. can happen anywhere. Yeah, it yeah. Doesn't have to be at a theater. But yeah, we were at a presentation or that's not right. A theater we're, presentation. We were at a at a, at a show basically. It's a two man show with uh with uh like uh. Oh, I know what you about to say. Yeah, it's a two man show. Um, we knew both the people that were performing. Uh, Drew Anderson or Drew Drupy Anderson. And uh, Dwayne um, Lawson Brown, otherwise known as Dwayne B or the Crochet Kingpin. Awesome show. And in the middle of the show, um, there was this uh, two white women and these four white girls that got up in the middle of Drew's poem because he was talking about the hypocrisy of America. And there, and there, this whole thing like it's the the poem starts off like a like Donald Trump talking about you know. Being here, immigrants, yeah, and, and without paling, that's paling. She said, "Speak American." Yeah, speak American. But Donald was, Trump specifically said, "Speak English." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, so, "In this country, we speak English." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, uh, so like, 
prior to that, when you know Dwayne said uh, said had said in this poem about like oh he was talking about like men like not being able to cry and let their emotions out and all that stuff whatever. He said it gets like you know bottled up or whatever. Once says, oh you acting like a little you acting like a little punk nigga or something like that or whatever. They ain't flinch. Because so, I looked at them, they were sitting, they were in a row right in front of me. So I'm I'm observing because like you know, I've seen the play already, so I can observe the people and I can observe the show and see what I missed and what I you know that's the fun of it when you see it the second time or the third time or fourth or whatever. But like you know when they got to this point about Sarah Palin or whatever, and the moment they said cracker, motherfuckers got offended like oh, like it's like like quietly like all right let's 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 leave. I'm like. This is the shit that y'all need to hear. This is the shit that this is where the conversation starts. If y'all motherfuckers find ways to jump out the room or whatever because y'all uncomfortable, and that's the problem. A lot of times, the collective white psyche is so damn fragile that you can't have a conversation because you talk about race. Oh, we can't talk about racism and all these other things. So, and that's exactly how privilege works. So, like, 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 your body language just that's changed so much. It's the privilege of being able to leave a conversation, you know. <laughs> it's privilege. I have been exercising that privilege. So, I'm gonna say I'm, you know, I do enjoy, I do enjoy being around okay. people of uh, of all creeds, races, colors, ethnicities, nationalities um, that do celebrate um, inclusion and celebrate diversity. There, there are people out there that do that, and I, I see this in all, you know, all sorts of, you know, of my walk of life. So I'm happy. I'm happy about that. I'm happy that there are safe spaces where people can just be who they are in those spaces. Um, I just, I would like to live in a world where all the spaces are like that, you know, and that they're not few and far between, and that you have that you don't have to seek them because they are few and far between. Yeah. Well, you can't seek the U.S. because it's closed. <laughs> and apparently a terrorist organization. Well, the U.S. National Command to be specific, at least, according to Iran. Mm-hmm. That's what, no, no. Well, according yeah. to the U.S., Iran is a terrorist organization. That's part of the Iran Axis declared evil. it. Yeah. Iran declared it in reaction, in response. Reverse, I'm not a bitch, you're a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The U.S. was like, oh, no, y'all, official state sponsored terrorism. Official. We're going to say that officially. And Iran was like, all right, well, we're going to declare your military official sponsors of race uh, So now it's just a terrorism. game of one-up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's kind of what we've been doing as a country for a while now anyway. so 45 has come out and officially said the U.S. is closed. Um, that's not know, how it works at all. It's shut down like a Chick Fil A on Sunday. That's not Ooh. true either. It's, um, <laughs> it's all. Apparently, lies. he called Kirsten Nielsen on Sunday and asked her to do a bunch of illegal shit, and she not was just for the first time. Right. <laughs> she was just like, you know what? I've done some amazingly fucked up shit, mm-hmm. but I, I won't do that. But I won't <laughs> do that. I would do anything <laughs> for Trump. <laughs> she drew a line and drew up a letter of resignation. And so there's no more Kirsten Nielsen and the U.S. is still closed. I don't know what that means. It doesn't mean anything. Oh, I mean, it's I words. went to work today. So should so, I not leave? Like, would I not be able to come back? Nah, so it's work. So basically, so, so basically what he's doing is he, he's throwing out like a lot of blusters. So he says something, but he can't really back it up, especially as president, because he really, I, the irony is Trump really 
doesn't have a lot of power. We learned how little power the president has through the Obama administration when Congress literally was like, yeah, we're not going to let shit we're pass. We're not doing anything. We're not doing We're going to make sure that nothing passes while he's here. We are going to sit here for eight years. Yeah, like, like that's not hurting your constituents that put you in there to actually, like, you know, pass laws and, like, you know, help regulate the country. But I digress. Um, so Trump can't actually shut down the country. And if he would like to try to do that or whatever, that would actually impact the American pockets the most because... He don't give a shit about the American pockets. He doesn't. But an- another 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 thing to consider um, with regard to him talking about shutting down the country, he was also um, threatening... Uh, what, he, what was he saying he was going to do? He was he was threat. Oh, he was saying he was gonna like completely like repeal the Affordable Care Act because he's gonna it, make it better. He's gonna he's gonna introduce his own health care act, but he's gonna do it after twenty twenty. <laughs> so like 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 yeah, hey, wait man. wait. So like like you so if in, I don't get reelected, then like you know then like you know like well like so it was on you, but like at the end of the day, I don't have to do anything either, and that's pretty much time. the way he talks. And I'm saying, like, you know, I'm just going to throw some shit out here because I don't really have anything, but nobody's going to call me on it. And if they do, I'm going to do it, just not right now. Hey, he's going to do that, and he's going to build the damn wall. It's an anti-climb. You have climb, and you have anti-climb. He's going to build an anti-climb wall. And windmills cause cancer. The the, the noise from the windmills Mm -hmm. causes cancer. They said, that's what they said. They yeah, know. They say, yeah, I don't know. That, well, he does that. They say a lot. I know a lot about they technology. Say, I know yeah. more about technology than anyone. Yeah. Folks. <laughs> I'm the smartest president ever. He, he did say that. Tremendous. He's also done more for anybody mm-hmm. than any other president ever. He's, he's literally said several times, like, I know more about technology than anybody. Yeah. Fuck that Elon and Musk then guy. And CNN what does he coming know? through with all the shade decided to play the clip when he couldn't figure out how to work a speakerphone. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, think I've ever in in modern history, and this is at a time when George W. Bush was president. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen a president look more idiotic than President uh, uh, Orange face. Like mm-hmm. I, he, going about he just life. appears. I can, it's like I said, I can tell you, you know, those people aren't stupid. They're ignorant, but not stupid. I know his biggest problem is that he's actually ignorant. He's insanely ignorant. His conscience is and he's stupid. willfully ignorant. His conscience is yeah, willful ignorance. He's actually not an unintelligent person. He does strike me as he's un- mentally lazy, un- as educated. Yeah, yeah he's he strikes lazy me as, as uneducated, regardless yeah. of what degrees he may have. What, what he don't have on the road. He, what, like, yeah, he's that Mr. Scandals, like you know, program he may have completed or whatever. <laughs> he's a Mr. Scandals all day. Me, Come on, strikes me as a person who has not exhibited the necessary energy to learn something, to master a certain level of knowledge in a particular subject matter. I think the other thing to keep in mind, though, is like with George Bush, he he was he was the president, but he wasn't president. Oh, Cheney, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dick was running everything. Have y'all seen Vice? I have not seen it, but I'm I was, sure we were all skewed. aware of that. I'm sure yeah, it's skewed, yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, no, no. I think when you have the opportunity to to look at this, like removed from it, because mm-hmm. like when we were sitting through it, it's just like what the hell. But when you look at it, like some years later, like well, yeah, he ran the CIA. I mean, uh, yeah. 
Yeah, he yeah. had connections. So they were saying that before he came in. He was the only place. He was the I'm, only place in. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm not necessarily talking about like you know what he. I'm just talking about like the specific fucked up yeah. evil ways that he used the power that he had essentially because George W. Bush was just like. Mm. Cheney and Rove. Yeah. I, yeah. I would throw Rove in there. Carl Rove was... Good job, Brownie. I, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen Carl Rove in interviews. <laughs> He's very smart and he has the... Like, he and Dick Cheney have some of the most sinister, demonic-looking smiles. Mm-hmm. They make me uncomfortable when they smile. It's like, oh, gosh. <laughs> he never said that, but that's still hilarious. <laughs> and so when you when you look at that, if you compare like a Dick Cheney to a Mike Pence, I mean, Mike Pence is just... You know, he he's... He's hatred on a different level than he's a, he's a Saturday morning cartoon villain. Yeah, he's a different level of evil than Dick Cheney is. So that's why I think it looks a, a little bit different because we get to see the full ignorance of Trump. It's not shielded like W's yeah. was, and I mean that's saying a lot because you know we thought W was a fucking idiot. He is. <laughs> we thought right. They he's, were who we thought they were. He's, he's got he's got like an all shucks about him though that makes him affable to some degree. Like people, I've yeah. heard people say, I wouldn't mind drinking a beer with George W. Bush, mm. but like he paints I, apples and loves Michelle Obama. He really loves me. It's uncomfortable. I think it's there's a certain degree of narcissism that is required to be president. To oh, be yeah. president, yeah. You have to have a certain degree of it. I mean, a lot of them say that that God has called them. Like that's what Pence was saying. Pence was saying that God, like a lot of people in a, in Bush, I mean uh, Trump's administration was saying that God called them to be, and that's, that's scary. Trump you know, is like, why is God talking to all these people? It's like unbridled. It's like unchecked narcissism, <laughs> malignant un- narcissism, unchecked privilege, like just just manifested out to complete fruition. If you didn't stop it. You know, if, if there was never anything to to put it in check. And then he has, yeah, it's almost like, you know, a free refill. Like anytime he's feeling like, oh, man, I need a refill on my narcissism. He just <laughs> throws a rally. Yeah. And he has a, a just, just like a stand up. He has a yeah, mic Instead of mic going session. to the, um, oh, my God, what is it? With Whatever the, he's supposed to go to. No, the thing, I'm sorry. Why is the name escaping me right now? The um where they have all the writers from the newspapers. Oh, press. Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, the uh, the the, uh, the correspondence. Correspondence dinner. Yes, yes. Good on you. Instead of doing that, he said he's gonna throw himself a rally because <laughs> he he knows the correspondents don't fuck with well, him. Well, he hasn't yeah. been since he's been president. Because he, he he's got thin skin. He saw he got roasted. He wasn't even the he president when, pre- when Obama. Yeah, was he got roasted by the president. So you know when he's not the president, like come on, what what comedian are you going to bring there that's not going to roast you? Yeah, that's what they're supposed to do. That's Fuck. their job. That's what they're even if you brought Larry the Cable Guy, he would roast you. I was completely exonerated. It's not true. No collusion. No collusion. It was a total witch hunt. <laughs> Losers. I feel like you're doing like the Alec Baldwin Donald Trump, but I think if you wanted to actually do the Donald Trump Donald Trump, I think you could actually do that shit. Yeah. Here's the thing. What does it matter? <laughs> Nothing really matters. You know what? No, on a real level, you so know why it matters, but so I'm not going to go there. So many people would have just said, oh, he does a great Donald Trump, and then they just would have I said that last week. I said that last week. Stop. Like, my bad. I said that last week. Put on the middle of the show. Yeah, your Trump is all right, but you really. Just That's not what I was saying. You really just doing Alec Baldwin's Trump. That's not what I was saying. I'm saying it's a good Trump, but I'm just saying I think that if you like, never mind. 
You know what I was saying. You know exactly what I was I saying. I know what you said. Okay, but you know what I was saying. I know what your too. mouth said. Yep. Oh, hey. You show me what your mouth do. I don't like any of that. That got recorded. Yeah, it did. <laughs> it did. I ain't like none of that. But now you know how it feels. Really? <laughs> okay. So you were saying, T Rich? I have no idea. You have no idea? It's okay. I, I, I don't have any idea. Um. <laughs> In a little under two weeks, Beyonce will bless us again. Is this the the Netflix joint? Homecoming, yes. Okay. Where she goes behind the scenes and shows how she made the greatest Coachella that's ever been Coachella. Oh, Spider Man. So she had already done the footage, so she was already like game plan ahead of time. It's Beyonce. Yeah, yeah, I get it. That makes sense, but it's just like. I didn't. I thought it was a new concert when I saw that she made it. She had a, like a deal with Netflix. I thought she was doing a new joint. Like okay, I didn't Forgive know it was him. The, no. Yeah, I don't stay up on Beyonce like that. So I, I mean, mean, I hear everyone like from has you. flaws. No, no, I hear from you. That's how that's how I stay in the know so about yes, Beyonce and uh, Fifty B. April seventeenth. Um, check it out on Netflix. Use whoever's password you have. <laughs> and luckily, she's gonna you know slide it under. That May first price hike that Netflix is doing. Um, yeah, why well, they? Yeah. Uh, can we also talk about? Go ahead. And also, can we just say for a moment that whoever took pictures of Beyonce's babies without her approval and they did that shit up on the internet was wrong? I didn't know that happened either. Uh, I haven't. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen yeah. this at all. Mm-hmm. I'm not in. But I'll agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I feel you like you should never. Yeah. Without authorization, Mm-mm. post pictures of other people's children. No. Yeah, that's and little... you know she's she's not trying to share those babies because they talk like shit about Blue. Y'all are the reason she won't show us them babies. I don't. And also Amari Hardwick kissing her and being very. Skeevy. I wanted to talk about that last week. Thank very you for disgusting. bringing it up. It was it was it was it was it was inappropriate. It was and disgusting to the to like the second degree because like like the first joint was like all right we got it but then the second joint was like all right. It's like he been hanging out with Joe Biden. What, what is what is happening? So okay, so doing? like so uh, the NAACP Image Awards happened not too long ago, and you you if you want to like Google it, you can. It'll come up. I'm pretty sure in a meme or something like that. But essentially, the Amari Hardwick was uh, excited about something, and he hugged Beyonce, and then he kissed her on her cheek. And then, like, he, like, did something else, like, some other gesture, and then he went back in and kissed her on the cheek. But, like, the second time he kissed her, it was, like, like like really close mm, to her lips. Like, lips adjacent. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, really close. And you could see her, like, complete discomfort. Like, you know what I'm saying? She's, like, she, like, fixed her hair. She's, like, but it's a face. Like, no, nah, this motherfucker didn't. Like, like that's, like, you know what I'm saying? She's, like, she kept her cool and her composure. And I don't really think Jay saw what happened, mm. really. Because Jay was there, but, like, from the angle, he probably couldn't tell how it went down or whatever. But it's just, like, and he wasn't looking at Beyonce, because I'm pretty sure if you saw his wife's face, mm. it would have been, like, that husband, what the fuck happened, baby? It would have been one of those type mm-hmm. of situations. So it was just, like, uh, it was it was inappropriate. And I don't know that he was trying to be skeevy. It just looked skeevy. It, I, I don't know. That, that it, it it was inappropriate. That's, That's all I can say. Time when men are skeevy, they're trying to be skeevy. I don't know. I, I I try not to cast judgment. I don't know what was in the mind, the man's mind. It I just, like to cast judgment. That's why we have you here. You know, like when I'm a little little, you know, trigger shy on the judgment. Throw yeah. alley oop to you. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> For some reason, I'm I'm really curious about how Fifty Cent feels about all this. Like I don't. I don't <laughs> 
I'm legitimately. He said. I'm pretty sure he has some commentary. He said. He said Jay Z is gonna make arrangements for Ghost to get killed on power. He did say that. Yeah. So yeah. So yes, your question has been answered. And that's Fifty Cent show, which is hilarious. So you know. Yeah, it was just like really gross. Just like Joe Biden is really gross and nuzzling women in the hair and sniffing their hair. Of course, I thought you said them. Joe Biden, which didn't compute, but Joe Biden, yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah. Joe Biden cannot. And then just not even taking it seriously, like, oh, yeah, yeah I asked for permission to nuzzle up to her neck or whatever. Nah. He's just. It's just like, dude. He cannot be the well, Democratic nominee. Well, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I can't support what, So what I'm seeing and what, what I'm picking up, and like I, I think this is a, a good uh, opportunity, and I, and I want you to answer this first, uh, T. Rich. Um, I feel like this is early sniper jobs, basically on people that they feel are a threat, they being the establishment that doesn't want Democrats or anybody else other than who's in power right now or who is perceived to have power to, to, to get any momentum or anything like that. And I think a microcosm of the whole uh, the whole Joe Biden thing would be the Virginia thing that happened not too long ago, where we had like the governor, lieutenant governor, mm-hmm. and uh, attorney general all like under fire. Apparently, and I don't, I haven't really been following. And they haven't really been talking about it. Interestingly enough, but apparently, uh, although it's not admissible in court, they say that Justin Fairfax passed his lie detector test with flying colors in terms of whether or not he was actually like guilty of doing the things he was accused of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same person who uh, who did the test for um, uh, was it De Blasio? What was not De Blasio? What was what was the lady who who went up against Kavanaugh? What was her name? Oh. Something the Ford. Christine Blasey Ford. Blasey Ford. I said the Blasey, Blasey Ford, yeah. Uh, so the same person that did her lie detector test also did his. This is what my understanding is. And it feels like, um, like let's get them dirty. Let, let, let's, just, let's just find some. They don't got to be accurate, but let's just get them dirty so we can just throw some stuff out there or whatever and just muddle the conversation. Meanwhile, like the, the sexual predator-in-chief had active cases against him for actual harassment, uh, you know. And I mean, but these things don't matter. What are your thoughts, though? Do you do you feel like that? That's a thing. I mean, I'm not going to say I feel that like Joe, Joe Biden, Biden wasn't disgusting. creepy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. when I yeah, I'm I remember seeing some of those things. I was just Ted like, Cruz also got creepy shit too. Like, right why away. are you doing this? Um, why are you massaging this woman's shoulders or sniffing her hair? But I think, like I said this before about um, Ralph Northam when he was just like, yeah, I was wearing blackface, but I wasn't wearing that blackface. And I'm not stepping down. I think with Trump and the whole pussy grabbing, it's just like, eh, whatever. It's just become this whole thing now. Like, I don't know. Maybe I did some fuck shit. And well, I think I think like the lieutenant so governor what? kept it one hundred. He's just like, yeah, I did some shit like that, whatever. And, and it's like it stopped with him. Nobody talked about it anymore. He's like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I did some shit that happened. There's there's photo there's a photo out there somewhere. Yep, that was me. Like and nobody even dug for this shit or whatever. It's just like you know, but a lot of people ain't doing that. A lot of people trying to like duck and you know sidestep and shit. But I also, I mean, me personally. That's why I'm asking. I am not, and I said this before, I'm not a fan of Joe Biden, regardless of the mm-hmm. hair sniffing and the neck nuzzling. Okay, well, we talked about a few uh, uh, presidential candidates already, uh, and I think it's good to talk about these things before we get Has up he declared? To... No, but we know he's going to. We know we know he's going. He's already leading in the polls, and he hasn't declared. 
That's why declare if you're already leading the polls? Sad. You can just like you know you've already like you know put enough energy out there where people know that you like you know done exploratory committees and shit like that. You had a little gas that when I run for president, people were like oh I didn't mean to say that. I was just being you know I I think he he definitely has his 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 issues. I mean like we we can't forget like uh the whole situation with Anita Hill. He was like you know over over overseeing that shit. Uh, he was a driving force behind um the the the, the crime act or whatever that put. Over six hundred thousand black men and women in jail um, since its inception, um, or under police state supervision, whatever. I feel federal. like he's like a bunch of all of these other nasty old men. Yeah, um, I I think also that he has a penchant for also misspeaking a lot too. Oh, yeah. uh, Bidenisms, as they used to call them, it's in, in some circles. In that terms dude of, just says anything. Yeah, some shit comes out of his mouth. Um, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I think um, it made more sense for him. I think in the last cycle to run, I am, I'm, I, I'm on the Christie train, not quite totally, but I do agree that we need young blood in, in, in the office. I agree with we that as well, but I think back. also maybe the last cycle he was trying to avoid um, his son's. Oh yeah, death yeah. being I brought up that. against them so soon. Um, so oh, and I, I think that, he just needed time to grieve. To be fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, I mean, it's hard to grieve and fight off people who are using your grief against you mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, and, and um, like that that cycle is all consuming too. Like there is no downtime. In the, like uh, that's probably why he hasn't declared because the fact that people are in the top of twenty. 19 and in the bottom of 2018 like we just had midterm elections that people were declaring for presidency mm-hmm. like the day after like yeah i'm gonna run like you know it's literally two years out uh what are you expecting to so build you have to start no you don't <laughs> you really don't i mean I, that's what no, they're telling people do but, you yeah, have to climate, no you but do you yeah. have to yes the current yeah. climate yeah I mean, yeah that's this what is what they, the election cycle is that far the election cycle isn't like six months before an election. No, you have to start two years out. Even with the complete and total understanding that the landscape is going to look completely different in six months, mm-hmm. in 12 months, in 18 months, it's going to look completely different. But it's like you got to the main thing is that money. You got to start generating that like the financial machine. You got to get it cranked up. Yeah. So that you can start uh, uh, pooling, getting your resources stacked up. But my main problem uh, with Joe Biden is, yeah, Joe Biden is definitely uh, creepy. He's definitely a creeper. Um, but you can you can do a lot in situations like that just by how you respond, just by the type of response. And so he, you just you are a professional mm-hmm. politician. Mm-hmm. The one thing you're supposed to know how to do is give a savvy response. Spin. You're supposed to be able to do that. If you can't do that, like how, say what you want about President Obama. Dabofo will take the world's longest pause. And process, and, yeah. And process and give you the illest response you've ever heard. You I like to not, think about what I say before I pop off. Exactly. You <laughs> might not agree with what he said. <laughs> But that's because you don't agree with what he said. It ain't because he just messed around and gave a complete wrong response. They that's, used to try to find like like he said this. He didn't say that. But like, Joe Biden doesn't Northam. have that finesse. Northam he does not. Northam didn't handle his situation right I, either. I, it was like the whole way he handled it. Of course it. not. He no, was, it was, it was, it was Biden is wrong. 
but he could have handled it better, and then he the perspective would be different if he handled it better. I think same thing with Northam. He was wrong, but if he handled it better, you the mean perspective like would be not different. offering to Moonwell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that just just for stars. It's yeah. a small thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't look for space to clear on the floor. Yeah, yeah. 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 Don't no. don't say make way. <laughs> don't utter that phrase. Drop a beat, son. <laughs> Grab my wig. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your box. Yeah, anybody got a white glove? Give me a beat box. You. Uh, I I think also I think I think Biden got a lot of cash also because he was just the VP that like was clearly cool with the president and the president was cool. A lot of people were not necessarily familiar with Biden of a particular demographic or a certain demographics or whatever. Although he's been in politics for a very long time, mm-hmm. he has he has a lot of like respect on both sides of the aisle. He's got a lot of like time he's put in. So he's got a lot of like like credit in like cash again with the old guard, but he also has some cash with the newer folks who just yeah. knows that he was the last vice president and he wasn't an asshole like you know some vice president before or after him. So and he's from a time of cooperative Congress. Yeah. So that's another thing. So like I think he, he still make, has he that. He can legitimately make the statement like there was a time when we worked together yeah. and let's give like he he's old enough that he was a part of the yeah. Congress when that when their version of working together was actually happening. I think he still has that. Uh, I think he still has that to his benefit. So I think whenever he declares, that's going to be a hard mountain to climb. So I'm I'm curious. As again, we were we were having this conversation, mm. how the existing candidates right now are going to uh, carry themselves when you know it starts getting into that doggy dog territory. Like, how are you going to carry yourself? Are you going to try to like, okay, we just got to go nuclear and just start roasting everybody because. You know, that's what sometimes works and maybe I'll just come out alive or I mean I I think I hope the <laughs> that's my tw- I think I hope 2020 um that like the AOC because <laughs> you got to think first and then hope and then hope like if you can't like think your way out of it like maybe hope will, like I don't, AOC I hope. and Ayanna Presley and Ilhan Omar and I hope that you know people will see that this new I I hate to use the term fresh blood, but I'm tired and new blood. I can't think of another one. Yeah. New blood, new whatever. Blood. Um are able to come in and make change and you don't have to necessarily go with like a list of five old white men, you know, seventy six, eighty six, ninety six, a hundred and six, you know, just it's dead. Where the accent comes out. But if you're problematic on your on your treatment of women, I just I gotta be blunt with you. It's just gonna be very very difficult for me to support you. And I just I don't feel like I don't care about how old you are. I don't feel like especially so self hate. I definitely ain't electing. I'm just saying I just find it interesting because because there's that thing. But go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't feel like um, Biden did himself any favors as the vice president because he was put beside someone who. Always had, you know, really well thought out answers and gave very um, eloquent statements. Mm -hmm. And he's up here essentially shucking and jibing, you know, when they did the whole um, Affordable Care Act. Like, oh, you did it, motherfucker. Like, I can't believe we fucking did it. I can't believe we fucking did it. (laughs) And the bottom relative, like, cool out. And and (laughs) there's a lot of that. Like, if you look at, I know they made a joke of it, like the Obama and Biden relationship and over the sunglasses and yeah, the whole thing. I mean, just yeah. the whole yeah. eight years. Yeah. And it's always, you know, well, Obama. You can tell they genuinely liked each other. Shut up. I'm sorry. It's always. <laughs> <laughs> 
Really? Like, will y'all cut me off? Okay. Ooh, shut up. It's always Obama looking so cool and Joe just kind of, you know, hey, what's going on? What are we doing? And just looking real foolish. And I don't feel like he did himself any favors. Like, I don't look back at those eight years and say, like, this is a competent man. I look at it and say, like, you're a great wingman, and if somebody needs to go, like, Buffalo Wild Wings and pick up some pussy on the Saturday or something, Juicy Joe's your man. But as far as, like, a presidency, I'm not convinced. Juicy Joe. Wow. I hope nobody gets a hold of that one. That can actually take off. Juicy Joe. Juicy Joe. <laughs> oh, gosh. And like throw some three six mafia in there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, knock if you butt. So I mean, the other thing is, I guess since we're talking about that, I, I didn't expect to get on this topic, but uh, supposedly uh, Stacey Abrams is a little bit torn as to whether or not she herself wants to run for president or she wants to run for the Senate. Uh, I think. Either one she runs for, or she can make it because she, she, I think what the Republicans don't worry about is money. Because the old guard and like, you know, the Cokes and stuff, although the Cokes that they retired or whatever, they they mm. still alive. So at yeah. the end of the day, look how many times Michael Jordan retired. Yeah. Money, <laughs> money, money is not something that they worry about on the, the Republican side of the fence in terms of raising funds for theirs. And Republicans essentially, excuse me, essentially, fall in line once they've gotten their horse lined up, even if they don't like them. Like the Cokes despised Trump. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, this is the guy, so you know, all right. We ain't ain't gonna get in the way. You know what I'm saying? Even if we're not gonna back him. Uh, Democrats, on the other hand, not so much. Like we, not we, because I'm not a Democrat, but like I'm talking about like, because common sense, that's why I said we, but um, It's it's the Democrat Democratic pool is usually so diverse. Like is this they're more it's inclusive of more perspectives. So mm-hmm. not as many people agree in mm-hmm. the Democratic framework. I agree with so that. So as a result of that, like getting financial support, like you're gonna find too many people who don't agree with something, you know, that you represent, even if you're all in agreement mm-hmm. that you're against the conservative value or whatever. Like somewhere on that spectrum, it's just you're you're gonna be like like so the reason why so many people didn't vote for Hillary Clinton. Like they there was just there were too many issues from their democratic perspective that weren't aligned with what, her. What, you what, know what I'm saying? That that that's part of it, but what I, I was specifically speaking towards the money aspect though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like yeah, like the money aspect, it feels like the hubris of Hillary Clinton. Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, the first time around, I'm hungry. The first time around, Barack Obama ran an impeccable ground game. Mm. For all the shit that he took in terms of being a community organizer, he organized the fuck out of them small dollars. And got a lot of people giving $1, $5, $10, $20 contributions. And he was matching Hillary Clinton with her big money that she's pulling out all these rich pockets and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And the second time around, it seems like Folks should have been able to recognize, like Hillary Clinton's camp in particular, should have been able to recognize how they lost to Barack Obama. So when she ran last year against, you know, all these people in the Democratic field, mainly Bernie, obviously. But then once she went up against Trump, should have realized, like, you know, how to get technology involved, how to, you know, um, 
invigorate and inspire the youth, all these different things, and it didn't happen. So that's why I'm feeling again like we need somebody younger and we need to have people that can actually get on that ground game level. So Stacey Abrams would be good in that regard because she was able to do that with her campaign, grassroots, work the work the people, get people involved. We all know that she should have won that election. But she she has been. some name recognition because of that whole situation with the election too. Mm, and she proved yeah. herself to be tenacious, a fighter that she doesn't back down. I'd rather see her in the so Senate though. There, right there's now. some I kind of feel that way myself. I mm -hmm. feel like I would rather see her in the Senate just because I want as many people who are viable Mm -hmm. um, that are cl more closely aligned with my political uh, perspectives just to be in the, in the Senate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so anybody who can run and, and potentially uh, gain a seat with success, I think that would be a good look. Especially because um, it's Georgia, and yeah, like yeah. Georgia's typically a red state, a deep red state. Right. So having somebody from the state of Georgia who's like common sense for once. It's the one everybody putting all the eggs in the presidential basket. Georgia stays um, foolish, though. They're know. trying to take. Um, they're trying to take over the uh, Hartsville Atlanta airport hmm. from the mayor. They're also trying to have a family friend. <laughs> they, <are. laughs> they are, but this also has bigger economic implications. Um, Delta has already said, and Delta is a major hub in Atlanta. So Southwest, right? Southwest and not Air. Well, I you, thought it, I thought Southwest was Houston. Well, AirTran was Southwest, so I think I think they picked up the hub when like they absorbed Southwest. I mean, Southwest is over air trend, so I think that became a major hub for them, too. But I don't... Shit, I, you fly more than I do. What do I, I know? know, but I know Delta is that major hub in Atlanta, and they've okay. already said what we're not going to do is play with the Georgia representatives. We're not getting involved with y'all, so if y'all take it over from um, the mayor of Atlanta, we're out. We're pulling out. We're not being involved. Fuck that. Fuck y'all. Fuck everything. Fuck everybody. Well, if they film uh, any parts of Black Widow in uh, in Atlanta, I'm gonna go down there and just make sure nobody, you know, inappropriately rubs Scarlett Johansson's shoulders or, or nuzzles her nuzzles her nose. Or I'm just gonna stand guard, and make sure nobody does anything creepy to her. Make sure Tyler Perry isn't involved in the rewrites. <laughs> they were like, when did the MCU introduce this coonery? <laughs> what has happened? And in the background is Why is War Machine in the Moo Moo? I don't get it. I didn't know Taraji P. Henson was in the MCU. Face down, boy. Wow, that was a very specific shade. Face down, but that's the way. It's ass up. Oh, my bad. I said radio version. My mama was saved, so I could, you know, I could. You knew what it was. You heard it. My mama was not. And on that note, let me let me hear you say, hey, hey, Really? No, Lee, you don't. Well, I've been. Told You're not that. in favor of it. I've been told. Well, I I didn't say that. I just, <laughs> I've been told to shut up so many times. When when well, my pussy hurts, we're gonna log off now. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you close the loop. <laughs> Logging off me, T. Rich. <laughs> Lee Bennett's the third, a.k.a. Da Vinci Parks. S double. Come see me at the Colony Club on Friday if you're in town. You want to get more depth? Uh, what comedy just club? Just be there by 8 o'clock. Which one? Where? The Colony Club. Where? Oh. In D.C. Thank you. I, I said, said that the in the last podcast. Club. But that was the last podcast. The There's last so many people podcast. listening. That means. That was that two weeks ago. 
that means y'all need to listen to every single podcast. That's what that means. Okay. And then you can check me out. Hey, if you I'm really, not gonna disagree with it, but you know, okay. if you really feel it gully, you can come see me tomorrow night at Buzz Boys and Poets Anacostia in Washington. In Washington, DC. Okay. There's only one Anacostia. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of Springfields. I look but that's why we don't know where the Simpsons live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you know. Like geography is the one place that I'm not a lifeline, yo. Everybody knows. If you're on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and there's a question about geography, don't call me. I'm not going to help you. All right. Southeast D.C. I'm, I'm going I'm just, home. I'm just real. Process begins now. That's not my strong suit. Good night. Stay blessed. Stay well. Oh, take care of yourselves and each other and don't die. Remember your spirit? I feel like I don't have... You need you to know. find your own, man. You do. Remember. Yeah, it's all right. Christy's supporting life. I'm telling people to fucking masturbate. Well, I agree with all of you guys. Lee is telling people to be spiritual and aware. <laughs> what do I want people to do? I like the rewrites. Like, those are Tyler Perry rewrites right there. That's a very good the summation in case people are not sure what it is we're doing here. I want to think about this. I want to really give this some thought. Okay. What do I want? When I leave people with a thought, what do I want to What do you want to, do? Do you want to leave yeah. them with? To resonate with. To them. just hang. Like a dangling participle or dingleberry. Well, until I figure something out, let me hear you say. <laughs> what is the last time you heard the word dingleberry? Hey, like, you are tired and, and or hungry. That's I what am that is. Both. Yeah, okay. And you can brown. What? And this fucking paint is like affecting my eyes. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> I'm going to blame it on the paint. But it's blame it enough. on the paint? That, was, <laughs> that didn't dry last night? <laughs>